Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. I am your host, Brian Montes, founder of Scalosity Works and of the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community. Now, in the Entrepreneur to Employer coaching community, I have the opportunity to guide founders and entrepreneurs and business owners on hiring employee number one and beyond to help give them the leadership skills necessary to create an employee experience that's going to deliver a competitive edge for your business and to help you build a seven to eight figure business that is no longer a job, but a business that provides the financial freedom that you always wanted out of your business. Now, I know your time is valuable, and I do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Every time you tune in to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast, you can expect to learn actionable insights to help you build a business that is worthy of a Best Places to Work award, and how to reduce business risk with proactive HR strategies that do have real-world applications. So as you go through the Entrepreneur to Employer journey, I will work to sharpen your skills on how to recruit, hire, and onboard the best people for your company, how to design training systems that work, how to establish proactive HR systems that will actually lower your business risk, how to improve employee performance, how to lead your team through both good times and bad, how to tie your people operations into your financial milestones, and much, much more. So if you're ready to build a team of 10Xers that can power your business to new heights, let's get started. Welcome to the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. This show is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs successfully transition into employers, and we will help you navigate the challenges of managing HR in your own company. I am your host, Brian Montez, and today we're going to discuss a very, very critical topic, which are the common mistakes that I often see when handling and completing I-9 forms. Today, we're going to talk about how you can avoid making those mistakes, because if you're not careful, ever have an HR audit you may find yourself getting fined because your I-9 form has one technical error on it. So let's help you avoid getting fined. So for those of you that aren't familiar with the form I-9, it's a critical document that verifies the identity and employment eligibility of every employee hired in the United States. Now, this is different from E-Verify, and you don't have to use E-Verify unless you are a government contractor or some type of contract requires that you utilize E-Verify. So utilizing E-Verify typically is a choice unless mandated by law in your area. With that being said, you are good to just use I-9s. But I do see many business owners making mistakes when completing and managing these forms, which do lead to compliance issues and could also lead to potential legal consequences. So today, let's dive into some of these mistakes so you can avoid making them. Mistake number one, incomplete or incorrect form completion. What does that mean? It means a signature is missing, right? Both the employee has to sign it as well as whoever from your company is filling out their part of the form. So there's an employer signature and an employee signature, or you are missing a birth date on there, or you're missing a social security. There are a lot of different boxes on an I-9 that need to be filled out. So make sure that you go through each part of the I-9 and make sure it is completely filled out so that the form is not incomplete because an incomplete form is out of compliance. And all it takes is one missing signature or a date missing, anything like that, as simple as that, will make the form incomplete and out of compliance. Mistake number two that I see, late or delayed form submission. What does this mean? When a new hire starts with your company, you have to have that I-9 completed in full within three business days of them starting. What I recommend is that you just get it done on day number one. On day number one that they start, you do their administrative onboarding and you get the I-9 completed, done, and on file. 
This way you're not chasing it a couple days later, especially if you're working with a PEO or an outside payroll provider. If that I-9 is not completed on time, they will not process your payroll. So it is critical that you get the I-9 done on day one of the new hire starting. Mistake number three, failure to update and re-verify. How the I-9 works is the employee brings documentation, whether it's a passport, a visa, a driver's license, a social security card. They bring you documents that are allowed by the I-9 to be utilized to verify their ability to work in the U.S. Well, passports and visas and driver's license all have expiration dates. Where we see compliance issues come up is the employee starts on January 1st, January 2nd, gets the I-9 completed, everything is good to go, their passport is still valid, but a year from now, their passport has expired. Your employee's not going to remember to say, oh, I need to have my I-9 updated, I'm going to bring you an updated passport. That's the last thing they're thinking. So that I-9 now has gone from being a compliant document to being out of compliance because that passport is no longer valid. So I strongly recommend businesses once per year do an I-9 audit. Go through your I-9s, review them, make sure that none of the documentation that has been provided has fallen out of date. And if it has, you get with the employee, ask them to resubmit a new driver's license, new passport, and you update the I-9 to make it complete again. It's as simple as that. Mistake number four, insufficient record keeping. What does this mean? The I-9 is required to be kept separate from the employee personnel files. So if you have an employee personnel file with their application and their resume and some of their other pertinent information, your I-9 cannot go into that folder. The I-9 must be kept separate from the personnel file. My recommendation, if you're going to use analog I-9s, paper I-9s, just get a binder, keep your I-9s in there, all of them together, and make sure they are under lock and key separate from the employee personnel records. Mistake number five inconsistent or biased practices. What does this mean? Well, the I-9, again, works off of documentation, meaning that the employee is going to bring you a passport, a visa, a driver's license, and a social security card. There's a list of documents that are legally allowed to be used for verification. You as the business owner cannot tell your employee, bring me your passport or bring me your visa. You don't get to choose what documentation they provide you to show their authorization and completion of the I-9. They can bring you any of the documents that are allowed to be used. It's their choice, not ours as the business owner. So do not tell your employee, bring me your, your visa or bring me your passport. If you do that, you are out of compliance and you have created a compliance issue for your company. Give the employee the list of allowable documents and let them choose what they're going to submit you. Okay, so the five common mistakes that I often see when it comes to I-9 documentation is an incomplete or an incorrect form completion, late or delayed filing and completion of that form, failure to update and re-verify, insufficient record keeping, inconsistent or biased practices when it comes to the documentation request. Those are the five mistakes that I often see business owners do with their I-9s. And something as simple as these can get you out of compliance, give you problems on an audit, and even lead to legal problems or just as bad fines for your business, which you don't want. So avoid these common mistakes when handling your I-9. This way you don't have to worry about those problems. Understand the potential pitfalls and implement proper procedures so that you can make sure that your I-9s are 
filed complete and accurately. All right. I truly hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the Entrepreneur to Employer podcast. And if you have, I have two favors to ask. First, if you find this podcast valuable, please subscribe, like, and leave a review. I read every comment and I use the feedback to improve each episode. Second, if you know someone that would benefit from this podcast, please send them a link to the show with your recommendation. My mission is to help as many business owners as possible, hire employee number one and beyond, and build HR compliant work environments. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.